Well, today we celebrate the Feast of the Epiphany, this beautiful manifestation uh, where the Magi come and offer gifts to the Christ child. The word epiphany means a sudden manifestation or perception of the essential meaning of something, kind of crystallizing something down to the essential meaning or an illuminating discovery. That might be a little bit easier for us to grasp, an illuminating discovery. I want to suggest to you that there are three events that are examples of the manifestation of Jesus Christ in this world, epiphanies, if you will. And I'd like to talk about those with you this morning. And the first of them is the story that we just heard in our gospel reading, the visitation of the Magi. Now, these men were kings from the East. We don't know a lot about them, but we would know that they are very learned men. They obviously had been studying the Old Testament prophecies. They knew the story of the coming Messiah. They had read all these things. And they saw this star in the sky. And they had this epiphany moment when they realized that this star was what would lead them to the Christ child. And so they followed that star, right? And they get to King Herod, and they have a little chat with him, and um, he's telling them, oh, he's so interested in this, and he wants to know where the child is so he can go and offer gifts as well. Well, as they leave their meeting with Herod, they go back outside, and there is that beautiful star again. And so they followed that star, and it led them right to where Jesus was, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. And they do something very beautiful and very unusual, understanding that these men were kings themselves. They knelt down in homage before Jesus and offered him these gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. My brothers and sisters, these three men were changed by the light of that star. And then they were changed by the light of the world, Jesus Christ. And we know they were changed because they did something different when they left they went back by another route. Their hearts had been convicted, they had been changed, and they were no longer the same. So they left and went back by a different way. The epiphany message in this gospel story is we have found the Messiah. We encounter the Messiah at every Mass when we receive the Eucharist, and when we hear the word of God. But for these men, they had found the long-awaited Messiah. Well, the second epiphany event I'd like to talk about, I would call the Star of Bethlehem Shines on the NFL. If you've been following the news this week, you know the story about Damar Hamlin. He's a 24-year-old football player, plays for the Buffalo Bills. And he had a near-death accident in this last week. He was playing his position, and he was hit kind of in the ribs by another player. And he went down for just a second or two, got up, took a couple steps, 
and then fell backwards and had a full-on cardiac arrest, 24 years old. The medical teams rushed to his aid. They knew instantly what was going on. They began to administer CPR and so forth. And what happened at that moment is unbelievable. Think about this. An entire stadium of people are watching this. Millions of people on television are watching this game. The Buffalo Bills team went to their knees, bowed their heads in prayer, and encircled this player and the medical team that was providing him aid. In the weeks, or in the days that have followed this incident, we hear these words from the Buffalo Bills team. We believe in prayer. We believe in prayer. There was another amazing epiphany moment that happened this week as well. Just a few days after this incident happened, on ESPN, the anchor who was anchoring this program at the very beginning of the program said, you know, I feel called to pray for Damar Hamlin. And so he said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to bow my head, I'm going to close my eyes, and I'm going to pray out loud. And that's exactly what he did. Think about this, folks. Sports program, national television, how many times have you ever seen this in your life? And yet, on live television, this sportscaster offered a prayer, a very beautiful prayer for Damar Hamlin. In the days that have followed this, Damar Hamlin's charity has gained eight million dollars. People have donated, not to him for his own use, but for his charity to give away to other people in his name. When he came out of uh, the medical trauma and they removed the life support from him, his first words to his brothers on the team were, I love you boys. Can you imagine the camaraderie, the love that these men share? as members of a football team, and how worried and concerned and afraid they were for him. And what did they do with that? They offered that up to God. They prayed. If God was looking to evangelize a large number of people, what better way to do it than this? Thousands of people in that stadium Thousands, maybe millions of people watching that on television, and everybody saw the same thing. I really wonder how many conversions have happened across our nation as a result of this. The epiphany message of this story is that God is in control. God is in control. The third epiphany event is the death of our dear Pope Emeritus Benedict, who died in this last week. Pope Benedict was one of the great modern prophets of our time. One of the things that he is famous for is talking about something he called the dictatorship of relativism. Relativism is defined as Truth defined by our own ego 
or our own desires. In other words, I make up my own truth, and I live by that truth. He was a brilliant thinker, a prolific writer, and a humble servant of God. Thousands of mourners gathered at St. Peter's Square in Rome for his funeral, and millions more watched on television. What a gift Pope Benedict has been to our church. The epiphany message here is that God continues to speak through his shepherds, and we always need to make sure that we're listening for God's voice when we hear our shepherds speaking to us. So what is God doing in all of this? What is God up to in all of this? Well, I believe that God is leading wise men and wise women to Christ. And this might just be a new way that he's doing that. We don't know. We also see that light is shining through the darkness of this world, through people of faith who are willing to step up, step forward, and aren't afraid to share their faith with others. I can imagine that this broadcaster probably realized he might be risking his career by what he did, and yet he did it anyway, because it was so important to him. He was so convicted of the importance of offering that prayer that he did it anyway. When Damar Hamlin came to and was able to speak, the first question he asked, of course, is who won the game? Who won the game? God won the game. God won this game, my brothers and sisters. That game didn't continue. They stopped the play after this incident happened and they did not continue that game. Our dear, beloved Pope Benedict's last words, which were very quiet, his voice was barely able to speak, but he said, Lord, I love you. Lord, I love you. My brothers and sisters, on this Feast of the Epiphany, you and I are called to be that light in this world. So many people are looking up for that light, that star, that thing that they can follow, that person who will guide them or lead them to the truth, truth with a capital T. And so I ask you this morning, to open your ears and listen. How is God speaking to you today, and what is he calling you and I to do in this new year? Amen.